We came in clean. We made it through it. This came one. in clean. Word, word, word. Yo, 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 yo. Hello, people. Good afternoon, good evening, good greetings. My name is 4KJ. This is the For The Stress Podcast. Welcome. Welcome back if you're a returning listener. Welcome if you're new. Um, Frankie Meadows, how are you, beloved? I'm good, man. How you doing? <sighs> That's how I'm doing. Good. Indigestion. Yo, listen. Let me, let me explain something to you what I discovered, right? I've accepted my level of washness. Washness? Wait, wait, wait. Before we even get into that, let me just do the uh, church announcements. Right. Follow the show on everything. Everything. IG, for the stress underscore podcast. Follow me on Twitter at twitter.com slash 4KJ. Follow Frankie Metals at Frankie Metals on Instagram. Follow a celestial and on, and, on huh? Chris, and on Christian Mingle. Okay, well, Frankie's trying to get his Christian Mingle back, back popping, but, you know, I, I don't want to blaspheme the Lord like that, so we're going to keep it moving. Um, Just keep it simple. What I was at? Oh, follow A Celestial Goddess for your holistic healing. Follow at Ivy's T Co. for your herbal needs, uh, both on IG. Um, follow the whole team, man. Make sure you like, rate, review, subscribe, tell a friend to tell a friend. Squad? Thank you, thank you, thank you. Now, so I, I've accepted my washness, right? <sighs> Shout out to B Double OG. So, <laughs> yeah, yo, you know how you get to a certain level and you realize you can't kick it with the younger niggas like you used to? <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm, I, I had to discover that the long, like I'm still recovering, bro. Like, damn, bro. Now, mind you, listen, I am a cognac drinker. I like Doucet. I like Hennessy. Okay. These niggas had me drinking something called 1942, 1947. Damn. Something fancy and exquisite. It was scotch. Oh. Listen, man. Lord. Oh, my God, man. The first cup, I'm thinking, thinking I'm like an OG. I'm like, oh, this is good. I could, I could do this. About three and a half cups in, my brain starts doing the Dougie. <laughs> I don't know what happened, bro. <laughs> I do not know what happened. Nah, I can't front. I fucking definitely threw up yep. recently. Yep. What happened, man? What happened? Like, I we was at a point where you could just, like, drink and smoke and get up for work and then go run a marathon. And now I'm just like, I've been struggling all day. I've been drinking water, Gatorade. I feel like I need an ice pack. Like, this shit is out of control. Mm. I'm um coming face to face with my own mortality, and I don't know how I feel about it. But because of that, um, what what caused that is my man Book Jefferson had a, uh, I guess a listening party this past Saturday. He said Friday. Guess, he said I guess. Yeah, I guess I'm not sure about anything anymore because I'm I'm still like. You still getting it together? Still, you, I'm like. So if I'm a little slow this episode, it's because I'm like. You're still recovering. Still recovering. But drink uh, some Gatorade. I did. I drunk my drunk mad Gatorade. 
I'm just I'm washed. Should have a protein bar or something. <laughs> I need a fucking shake or some shit. I don't know what's going some, on. You need to do some yoga. That's what you need to do, bro. Is yoga really the cure, bro? Yeah, yoga. Yoga's good for you. Yoga's good for you. Try it. That's all I gotta say is try the shit. Everybody is. You'll know if it's for you or not. Everybody has been suggesting yoga as this new and improved um, healing for everything. I'm not saying that it's bullshit, but some of it sounds like bullshit. But that's but shout out to all my yoga practitioners, practitioners, and all of that good shit. I don't listen. I'm not trying to down with dog right now, but you know, shout out to y'all. But yeah, but I was at um Bugs listening. What's it called? Words album listening party. For his project, big the big mood talk deluxe, and um, I just want to give a, a shout out to him. Proud of my boy. I uh, met a lot of dope artists from the city. Shout out to everybody I met. It's too many of y'all. I keep forgetting how many artists the city has. Jersey City. I'm not talking about New York, but Jersey City has a plethora of upcoming artists is so it's so like 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 my man Rosetta said like we we have a, a abundance of talent in this city and every time I step out to an event it's just it gets proven to me over and over again so shout out to all the talent shout out to all the y- uh, young up and coming artists out here making it happening getting it moving and shaking um keeping it cracking yeah all of that good shit man all of that good shit. You you uh, you need that energy sometimes, especially from like the younger artists who are just hungry and they just want to come in and rap and rap and sing and make and create like that. You need that energy. Mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't need the hungover energy, but the other energy is exactly what I needed. And I appreciate um, being a part of that. So shout out to Bug, man. Proud of you, boy. And um, proud of you, Bug. Sorry. Make sure y'all get that big mood talk. The, the regular and the deluxe. Shout out to Gold Dynasty. <clears throat> oh, fuck. Pardon me. <sighs> Sorry. Um, Frankie, how are you, beloved? I'm chilling, man. I've been busy. Frankie's in here remodeling the studio again. Yeah. Yeah. This nigga's a fucking workaholic. I don't, um... I'm a busy guy. That's all. <laughs> Yo... Speaking of busy, um, I'm gonna shit on social media again. This has been like a reoccurring thing for like the past three weeks now, but I think I'm just gonna drive this point home until you niggas get it together. Stop filming shit. Can we do that? Can we just take have a consensus moving forward to stop filming shit? I don't know if you heard about this elderly elderly woman getting kicked in the face on a train. I saw, yes. I, yeah. You heard me correctly. I and saw the video. An elderly woman was kicked repeatedly in the face by someone much younger than her over, who, who cares? But instead of people calling the police, contacting the authorities, whatever, what, what may have you, about four people stood there and filmed this elderly woman getting kicked in the face. And instead of pardon me instead of calling the police immediately they uploaded it to social media and told everybody hey um retweet this until you can find this guy get this guy off the streets beloved why are what happened 
what happened? Why is that the first course of action instead of doing the humane thing and get uns- well for one stopping this guy? Like it's a train full of people that nobody decided. Okay, well maybe we should we shouldn't sit here and watch this elderly woman getting kicked in the face. And because like I've come to understand that we are like desensitized to social media or social media has essentially desensitized us as humans we are online majority of our lives watching all types of wild shit and it doesn't even register that this shit may be wrong something's not right here we watch people getting killed online we watch people getting beat the fuck up we watch women get fight and beat up we watch kids fight and get beat up like I don't am I too sensitive I don't I'm not sure like I don't understand I don't understand the like should this this just be considered regular shit it is considered regular shit like it's just we see a, we see a video of a elderly woman who can be at any one of our grandmothers getting kicked not punch would be just as bad but to see a grown man kick like on some MMA straight leg like it was like wow it's disgusting it was fucking wild this guy should be skinned I mean I'm with that so completely but okay let, let me be fair he was apprehended the authorities currently I'm not sure what his situation is by the time you guys hear this but at the current time at this current at the time of recording he has been apprehended but still like why did it even it shouldn't, it shouldn't even took that many days for him to get apprehended and I'm we don't, I don't think we take anything seriously because of social media I mean things get done but it, but it goes to social media first instead of like stopping it right then and there now I'm not advocating for anyone to be to be Superman or to be um, a vigilante I don't want you to do that because niggas will shoot you but the basic thing which it seems like the most common hey I should stop this or hey let's um not let this elderly I know I keep harping on the elderly woman but this is just that that bothered me bro that really bothered me I'm I'm was completely taken aback by that person should be should be fucked up or what's going on you know what's what's the story with the gentleman I don't know he's not a gentleman what's the story with this fucker I don't, I don't, nobody knows the story. He was just, and then you know what's wild? After he kicked her, right? Well, after he attacked her, because kicking just, oh, that just sounds crazy. After he, after he attacked her, he got off the train and he was like, yeah, world star that. Like, we are sick. Our culture as a whole is, is different. Like, I'm, I'm at a point. <laughs> Different and not in a good way. Not nowhere near a good way. I'm like, I'm kind of waiting. I'm just kind of just waiting for the asteroid at this point. Maybe we need to just 
wipe wipe the slate clean and start over. Cause I'm I'm yo. Listen, one of you bozos try to attack my grandmother, I'm going to jail forever. Forever. But at least the the police did the good thing and apprehended this guy and got him off the streets immediately. But look, man, Worldstar doesn't need everything first. Worldstar isn't the news. It might be the news. Well, let me take back. Let me take that back. Worldstar is the news. It is the new CNN. But everything doesn't need to go there first. As much as as the police do dumb, goofy shit, and they don't abide by their own laws sometimes. In situations like this, they are completely necessary. We need them to get guys like this off of the street. I mean, I don't, don't tell me. Why are you retweeting it or why are you posting on your Instagram so I can see it? I mean, I'm going to do the same thing you should have done in that moment, which is call 911. 911 works on everybody's phone. Whether it's off, whether the service is bad, 911 always works. I suggest everyone uses it especially in situations like this. I'm just, I don't know, man. I don't know. This is, this, I think this is another example. I, you know what, Frank? I think I'm gonna do it, man. I'm just gonna write this book. Fuck it. Write the book. I'm just gonna write the book. Write it. I'm, I'm complete, I'm completely obsessed with this effect that social media has on us. And I, and I'm, I'm running out of words to to, to to say out loud. I'm just gonna have to write this book. Fuck it. Do what I gotta do. Put it on paper, man. I'm gonna fucking read it. I'm at the um. Am I a part of it? Would you want to be a co-author? I'm with it. It'd be like Robert Greene and Fifty Cent. <laughs> what? Let's get. <laughs> hey yo. Fiftieth Law. Cop that, by the way. Okay. Awesome book for the stress. Fiftieth Law for the stress. Yo, um, I'm kind of, listen, all right, here's here's a little bit of hate. We really let 50 Cent become an author. Yeah, that went, that happened. He was like a real, I, listen, I'm not going to knock his hustle at all. But I was, very, I was very skeptical about reading a book from 50 Cent. I know he's a knowledgeable guy, he's filled with wisdom, but I'm like, I don't want to read no book from you, man. I might be short-sighted, but from fifty? Nah, I'm, I listen. I'm going complete. I'm going to be completely honest. When I saw the fifty of law of power, whatever the title is, once I saw that he was writing a book, I kind of raised my eyebrow, like, eh, I don't know about all that. Maybe that was just me being a hater. Probably more than likely that was just me being a hater. But I was, <laughs> I wasn't really checking for. 50s um author skills maybe i'm wrong i'll check it out oh you gave me the recommendation i'll check it out i'll report back with with the uh update because you know i'll be wrong about some shit but yeah i i was looking sideways at 50 becoming an author i don't, I don't remember when he put that book out like, and and robert green did it Assist. Like I like I like Robert. I like Robert Green, bro. Yeah, I like Robert. Green. So you, the Forty Eight Laws you're familiar with. Yeah, of course, absolutely. All right. So in the Forty Eight Laws, it's Forty Eight. For those of you who don't know, mm-hmm. because a lot of people talk about the book, they may not know about it or haven't actually read it. They just they read haven't read it. Like skims and yeah. excerpts of it. Exactly, or or quotables on Twitter, you know. 
So basically, you have one of the authors of the 48 Laws, somebody that believes that this is common practice, that people do this all the time. This is not something he made up. It's something he's observing. And he took facts from history that either go against the rule or they use the rule and how it benefited them. And some of them are like uh, strategic heroes like uh, Sun Tzu, Lao, and you know, like all these philosophers that were strategists and military strategists uh -huh. and how that applies to a corporate environment. Which, you know... Or the hood. You, uh, I agree with you, but you know, the one of the biggest criticisms I hear from the book is trying to obtain... Like, the book promotes obtaining power through manipulation. Well, that's funny because the very first thing that the book says is that the person who's claiming that it's manipulation mm -hmm. is the one you have to watch out for. That's what the book claims. It says everybody's fighting for power in one way or another. The person who's denying it is the one lying about it. So what is power? You right. know, what's what is power? What would you say is power? In two words, two two things or whatever. Power is shit. You just put me on the spot. Power is I don't know. Keep talking. Let me think about it some more. All right. So I've asked that question to a lot of people mm -hmm. throughout my life, and I get different types of answers. Money. All right. Respect. Military power to be powerful, stronger. I, I, w I would agree to that. I, right. was, I, was, I would subscribe to the idea that power is directly related to... To, to those to, things. To, to respect, yeah. Right. So, but respect can also be fear. Mm. Right? So, to be... When you use the bulliness in you to demand things and people fear you for it, there's going to come a day where you won't be able to be that bad boy anymore and then somebody's going to come get you. Right? Because you, they have all the motive. Whereas uh, a person who's who has true power is has has the the power, right? It's not the person who has the money who has the power, because when the money's gone, they're no no longer powerful. All it takes is for the money to be gone. Mm -hmm. You know, if it's the strength, then that person will grow old. They will they will not be powerful anymore. They're gonna lose what they had. But the person who has true power never loses it. Mm -hmm. They die a legacy. They die with a legacy. They die as legends, right? So, who, what is true power? Let me, let me cut you off. Who? So, who do you think is a good example of that, based on your description of power, or the, you know your, the description you just gave? Who? Who? Who would? Who Fidel would be, Castro. Mm. That's a truly powerful person, and he had this power. It, it's it's in one word. Influence. But see, then, but that could be. My counterpoint to that would be Castro ruled through somewhat of an iron fist. He did. He ain't fuck around. No, not at all. So how would that be a... Are, are you just talking about power in general? Because that... Someone would say Fidel's brand of power would be deemed as unhealthy. We cannot change who was power. Hitler was powerful. I mean that's a fact, but he also his his brand of power was also unhealthy. He killed anyone who didn't look like him. Right. Uh, Martin Luther King was powerful. Okay. That, that Malcolm X was powerful. So these are people. Either way, they both share the same power, influence. Right now, 
I'm going to tell you, my definition of power is when you get have the ability to have people say yes to you. That's it. That's all you need. As long as your influence can get a yes as an individual I say yes to this person because I deal with this person I say yes to this person because I confide in this person I say yes to this person because I grow with this person mm-hmm. that that's a when you have influence a connectedness with these people mm-hmm. you get the ability to say yes so now let's say that I'm homeless mm-hmm. I'm homeless all I have is my heart and I walk the, the globe living how I live and, and I, I give my heart whenever I meet people mm-hmm. what happens if I befriend on that level two millionaires and your influence was spread then it never mattered that I was homeless yesterday mm-hmm. it doesn't matter uh, a father who's broke can teach his daughter how to be an entrepreneur just cause he didn't accomplish it in his life doesn't mean that he doesn't have a wealth of knowledge that he can share and with that interconnectedness you're able to to convey that to an so, individual so, so any, so anyone so if I'm understanding you correctly, anyone can be a wielder of power. Absolutely, absolutely, in any personality. And that's what the book teaches. It shows people, uh, there was one specific general, right? And uh, I believe this was in Africa. It was a general that came to power and there was a commander that thought he was next in line and this kid took uh, the position. So he didn't like him, right? He, he wanted... To be in his place so the young king who was mad it was mad young very soft-spoken very very chill he befriended him and he was kind of confused like he 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 invited him to a banquet and he chilled with them and he said yo you could bring all your soldiers because he was on guard with this guy he didn't like him he let it be known and this guy was inviting him to his castle you know to chill and he came with all his guards, all his men. They gave food to every one of his men. They made songs in his name and all this shit. And then he was like, you know, what's your what's your ultimatum? And the dude basically said, like, fuck you, you know, I, I'm out. I'm gonna I'm gonna get you. All my, all this shit. When he was headed back to his village, it was destroyed. His whole platoon was wiped out because this commander, this new prince, right, or whatever position he was in had sent soldiers in the middle of the night to go destroy the army. So when they went back, they went back to nothing. And everybody who did roll with him, he took like a good like 300 or some shit like that soldiers, they just left. They abandoned him. So he was this very mild-mannered, soft-spoken man who was dangerous. And those are the ones you got to watch out for because they're going to be the first ones to publicly say, I'm I don't, I'm not looking for power or... And those I'm be, just and chilling. Those be, and those be, those be the ones with the most power. Like they say, it, it's the quiet ones. Mm-hmm. You, know, you got to watch out for the quiet ones. So when people are very humble, that's one of the rules that the book teaches you. It says if you think that uh, this book is just uh, inciting negative negativity, then you're bugging. This is already occurring around you. And whether you're aware of it or not is indifferent. It's happening. And, and you know what? And I see a lot of, I know we, we, we having a deep dive on the 48 Laws of Power, y'all. Just, you know. It's fire, it's, though. No, nah, but you know what? I have a lot of, like, I see a lot of people who use the who use that book as, like, their own personal Bible. 
and like with and like with the actual Bible, a lot of it is to me anyway, is a, a lot of it is open to interpretation. And a lot of people use that, use the knowledge from that book to do a lot of nefarious shit. And I think like you like you were saying, Frank, like with the with that information of how to wield your power and the book is teaching you to to manifest and activate that the power that you have i think with that and i ain't gonna hold you i didn't finish the entire book but i don't what i what i've gotten to where i've gotten to in that book i don't i didn't really see the call for responsibility in conjunction with wielding that power it was a lot of do this do that do this use this person use that person use this and it wasn't the I don't think it 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 highlighted the importance of knowing when not to abuse your power and I don't know if that was a conscious effort from Robert Greene to, to exclude that from the book I don't know like I said I haven't read it in a long time so if I'm wrong I'm fuck it I'm wrong but I think having that responsibility highlighting that responsibility is just as important as showing as as telling your audience hey you have this power you can do this you can do that you can do that and that's what that's actually a lot of my problem with self-help books because they give one side of the story and i don't know whether i don't know whether that's because or i don't know whether that's due to humanity's need for affirmation but there's not a lot of like yeah, there's not, there's not a lot of the other side. We get a lot of one-sided, you can be great. Like, we we promote we promote the good way more than the negative side of things. You know, like, if, if anybody who knows me, one of my favorite quotes is, life is, life is about balance. I, I, I use that with everything, and I don't really, I don't really see a lot of it when it comes to, like, self-help books i guess the 48 laws of power could be considered a self-help book right it is yeah so i don't i don't really see the balance of i having power and using it responsibly i i just gotta add i hate calling them self-help books that's what they are though bro i prefer to call to use the term self-development self-help makes you sound vulnerable and the whole thing that self-development is about is about feeling stronger about life and yourself but development can be still come from a place of weakness to where you're developing into something stronger Mm, well then that's not self-development you're being self-destructive i don't know about how would it be self-destructive because if all right look check me out so if 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 you're saying that um self-development is a better adjective I think the basis of it is the same because you're coming from a place of you you're you're on a journey to be the the best possible version of yourself, correct? Yeah, whatever that means. Right. So even if if it's I think isn't help and and, and development synonyms? So the, it, I from in my eyes they're essentially the same thing. I think we're just we're kind of like going helping back and forth about in, semantics. And calling it help when I say I need help. I don't use that term ever, hardly. But my nigga, I as an individual, right? <laughs> so people might consider me to be a certain way because I don't ask for help. So when I say I need help, 
I need some help, right? Bro, if, I, if a nigga woke up to you and be like, yo, bro, Frankie, I need some development. Is that not the same shit? That do, No, I wouldn't know what the fuck you're talking about <laughs> if you said I need some development. I don't take that it. That sounds crazy. Development nobody, hey, development, listen, development don't, means... Don't ever walk up to nobody saying, yo, my, yo, my mans, I need some development. You sound no. like a... You well, probably sound look, like a cop. Well, look at it this way. I need... If you say development, my definition of development is that something is good, but we can make it better. That's what development is to me. That means that there is already something there and we wish to make it better. So if they develop a... But city, a city, they look at like, you know, Jersey City and they say, this is what we have. Mm-hmm. Let's develop it so that the economy is bigger and that the quality of life is better. You're still or, helping, though. That's still helping. Is that helping? Because that's what gentrification is. I mean, but again, we're we're arguing semantics, because if you say, OK, look, I we're developing, we're developing whatever. And I feel I feel as though helping is saying I'm suffering, right? I'm oh suffering God, and I need assistance. Right? I mean, I don't know how I, I then I can't agree with the term help because we don't have the same definition. Like if I say I need help, I'm in dire straits. I will not repeat that again. If now, I'm, if it's, I'm saying it's the I need, only time I'm saying I need help. If, but if I'm saying I need development, is that not the same thing? I need development. That's like essentially no. That's using a different adjective for saying yo, no. I need help. I'm I need development because if, my if you're saying I need if you're saying I need help if you're saying I need help, I may assume that you're in suicidal straits. That's a stretch, my nigga. Well, that's that's how I feel, man. You know, uh, if you're saying I need help. I'm going to say help with what? It depends on how you're looking at me. Right? It depends on how you're looking at me because I, I personally read people, you know, so the scenario can change. If I'm talking to an individual and they say, yo, I need help. And they're looking at me and they're not breathing. And the eyes are glossy. I'm going to say, yo, what's up? You know, it's got to be, especially if you know an individual, you know, they're not prone to cry. Right. And they're out of nowhere about to cry. Yo, yo what's up? I think I'm, I'm imagining life and death situation. Yo, yeah, you're looking at it from the extreme end of the spectrum. That's because that's life to me. That's real life. That's real life. So I, I, when I say help, it's in, you're in dire need. So I don't feel like somebody is picking up a book for the same reason they're coming to me to ask me for help. They need immediate help. But so, if I'm, but if I'm picking up a, if I'm pick, uh, words, if I'm picking up a book. In my opinion, you're seeking out that help because you feel like you're in dire straits. I need something to help me to develop me into something better. But suicidal straight, you're not even thinking about reading a book. You're thinking about putting a bullet in your head. It's real time. If somebody is suicidal, they're thinking about killing themselves now. Mm-hmm. You know, so they don't need a book. They need a professional to talk them out of killing them. They don't need a book. They're not looking for a book. They're ready to jump. They're ready to drown. They're ready to set themselves on fire. They're so ready to you, so slice you, their wrist. So when you hear help, you immediately associate that to something extreme. It depends on the the interaction, right? It depends on the interaction. If somebody hits me up in in, uh, in a text message, I don't think that it would be that eager. I would okay, say, so well, what's all right, going so let on? me let me let me let me bring it back full circle, right? So if someone says, "Hey, I'm reading a self help book." In, in your opinion, does that mean that this person needs some serious help? No, I just think that the term 
is used too loosely. Okay. And that's fair. And that it should be called self development. That's, that's why I rather call it self development because fair. I'm not going to the book because I want to talk myself out of killing myself. I'm picking up the book because I wish to be better. That's the that's the reason I'm picking up the book. So wherever legend or whatever key system this book holds for that to occur i'm open-minded to it and i always resonate more with uh self-development books because to say self-help it sounds like you're you're victimizing and i'm not saying people are automatically agreeing to it i'm saying the use of language is inciting that same feeling and it isn't that feeling. Language you know, is very important. Language, it's very important. And very and, important. and this is what every spiritual, uh, spirituality is where it dives into. You know, self-development is a very technical term for an, a human being of today to be able to say, yes, I agree with what those words are. But when you get into it, you realize there's a usually a more esoteric learning. There's a, a spirituality. Yeah, it's it's beneath the lines, and every spiritual book or self development book or uh, how to develop positive habits book or anything like that, they all say the same pr uh, practice. And one of the one of the things they repeat is, "Be true to your word. Be true to your word." It says it every time. So that's a, that's a, that's one of the four agreements, actually. Be true. Yeah, be true to your word. It's very important in any practice. They say, you know, do what you say, say what you do. Be well, you don't got to say what you do, but be, be impeccable, impeccable with, with your, your word. word. Yeah. Just make sure that what you say is the truth and nothing but it ever. And it's liberating, you know, because you realize you don't have to be who you don't have to be. You could just be whatever you're meant to be. And things are going to occur however they're meant to occur. We only have but so much control over the surroundings around us. It ends outside of your door, from your home. That's where your world ends. You can extend that world by having homes, having a home in every relationship you have, right. every friendship you have. Right. You extend that home, but see, that's the that's the yin and yang. That's the balance, keeping the good and spreading the good around the bad because there's a whole lot of bad. There's bad occurring in every corner and crevice of the world that people don't know about. There's thousands of priests. There's thousands of instructors. There's thousands of, you know what I'm getting at? Wait, you know? I hear you. So the, the, the world is a very, very mischievous, insidious place. We have to understand that. So we have to spread the good and keep it good. And so to do that, sometimes a book you know could uh could help because it's reading it's a positive process so come, so come in 2022 maybe that gives us enough time yeah. uh me and frankie for the stress podcast presents um self-development books we're not going to do any self-help books because that shit is a farce so, <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna do uh self-development books in the near uh in, in the near coming future someone else who needs development uh, do you know who Daniel Caesar is? Big good brother. Yeah, he's a, an artist. So he might need some development because he got on <laughs> he got on IG Live and said some completely goofy shit. He was defending a, a, a young uh, Caucasian woman by the name of Yes Jules. If you don't know who Yes Jules is, don't worry about it. It's not really important to this conversation. But he got on IG Live and was spewing complete bozo shit about how 
black people need to, and I'm quoting, get on the winning team with white people and stop play, playing victim and stop Whoa. being, look, listen man, <laughs> like stop being sensitive when other races come at us and we are essentially bullies. And okay, give y'all some context. He was drunk, right? He's 23 years old. And at the same time, that's the, 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 the thing that stood out to me is that he doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. Now, I understand, like, I'm at a point now where, you know, in, 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 re, in relation to our conversation about development, I'm at a place now where I need our celebrities and our artists to, like, essentially shut the fuck up. <laughs> You know how we said before that shutting the fuck up is free? That rule still stands. Free, 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 free. Because shutting the fuck up is very affordable. It's, it's, they have payment plans, all of that shit. It's high in demand. For some reason, it's hot. You niggas will refuse to, to take that, to take heed to that advice in a situation like this where, first of all, well, I should have said this before. He's from Canada. So his experience as a black man is way different from, from, from a black man's experience in America. But beloved, you have y'all have free health care. It's shits and giggles up there. Y'all got moose walking, y'all got moose walking around. It's, it's hockey every day. It's I don't know if weed is legal yet, but y'all living a, a very comfortable life. I'm not saying that racism doesn't exist in Canada. But it's not to the degree of what we experience here in America. So for you, as a 23-year-old Canadian black man who has not, who has no knowledge nor experience of what we deal with in this United States, my man, you need to shut the fuck up, please. Like I'm, I'm like, I, I, I appreciate. And shout out to I can't remember who kind of gave me a counterpoint on this I prefer for my artists not to say anything because I just at a certain point I just want to like I like Daniel Caesar's music now I gotta look at you funny because it's like you're putting other races before your own for no substantial reason and I miss the times where our artists were elusive and they didn't really talk to the press and I didn't have to read their tweets or their Instagram posts about and see them saying completely goofy shit. That hurts me, man. I like, I really, really like your album. And now I can't even trust the lyrics you spew because I don't know who, who side you on. Like, like, come on, man. Listen, I am a, um, I believe that, you know, talking to each other and communicating with other races is a important and is a pivotal step into healing race relations but to suggest that we are the cause that black people are the cause of our own problems is, is you sound like fucking Trump bro you sound like any of these white republicans who tell us every day or you just pull yourself up by the bootstraps like, like you, again you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. And honestly, that's okay. I think we, we, we as a people, as a society, need to be more comfortable with saying, hey, man, 
I don't know. This is a subject that's out of my wheelhouse. I'm just going to sit this one out, beloved. And for whatever, not for whatever reason, but because of, again, social media, I'm going to harp. I'm going to nail this point home until y'all get sick of me. Because of social media, everybody has an opinion. Niggas who can't spell right have an opinion. Niggas who were scared to read out loud in school have an opinion. Like, we don't need to hear from all of y'all. Because, again, the majority of y'all don't know what the fuck you're talking about. In this particular case, Daniel Caesar, my man, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. And, like, (laughs) he went out your way to shit on your own race to defend a white woman who is a habitual abuser of the culture. Why? What are you putting on your cape? on for this woman or for whatever like did you fuck was it good because that's what it sounds like like you, you she gave you some and now you just like well man look man white people ain't that bad you got to get it together bro because you sound fucking goofy and i'm now now i'm questioning the the the, the authenticity of your music i ain't gonna hold you i'm, I'm still i want to hear what he um does on the next album after receiving all of this this backlash but yeah i'm looking at you funny and i have a theory hear me out friend every time one of these celebrities on their artists dye their hair blonde something happens where they just start talking dumb shit (laughs) it never fucking fails hollywood hit him bro that's why dave Chappelle has something to say about this shit too yeah, didn't he call him gay or some shit? <laughs> <laughs> Very gay, to be exact. And his feelings might be hurt for that. That's why he was like, man, fuck old black people. Dave Chappelle called me gay. <laughs> fuck that. <laughs> fuck black people. <laughs> that, listen, that really, outside of all this philo- philosophical shit that we were just spewing, it might be as simple as Dave Chappelle called me gay. I'm tight, so fuck black people. Maybe that's a very valuable option. Who knows at this point? But, um, fuck, I lost my train of thought. What was I, what was I saying? But, yeah, like, you just... Yeah, shut up, bro. Shut up, nigga. Fuck you talking about. Shut up, nigga. Yeah, stop it, man. Stop it. Uh, um... Yeah, I just, like... I, I don't get it, man. I don't get it. I'm, I'm like, you don't gotta be super militant. I mean, we can have difference of opinions about how we should do things as a community but for you to completely shit on your community publicly and then claim oh I was drunk or I was this or I was that like no bro you sound goofy and I listen stay away from blonde hair dye that's the PSA that's 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 the point I'm getting to because I'm looking at you um Donald Glover I'm scared because you know Donald Glover got his hair blonde I'm scared what he might say. Fucking, one of y'all can fact check me on this, but every single artist, every single person of color who dyed their hair blonde went completely nuts. Look, Sammy Sosa went blonde and he ain't been the same since. Sammy Sosa went Casper, okay? You see what I'm saying? He went ghost. There's a pattern here. There's something like, I don't know whether it's in the chemicals or it activates some coonery. I don't know what it does. 
But for whatever reason, as soon as you decide to die, to blunt words, to dye your dye hair, hair blonde, blonde, there's something goofy that happens. So it's it's like a it's like a stigma. It's it's like the white lighter theory. You ever heard of the white lighter theory? No. The white lighter theory is that every famous rock star that off themselves mm. had a white lighter on their person. And there's a there's like a legend. Wait, hold on. Ain't no white lighters in the studio, right? No. Okay, good. Well, all right, good I barely have lighters in my studio because everybody fucking takes them. Hey, look. Okay, wait. Sidebar. Hey, listen. I have a tray just for lighters. Listen, here. we gotta we gotta come to an understanding, right? Smokers. This is specifically for the smokers. Uh, the rest of y'all, y'all kind of just sit this one out real fast. Stop stealing lighters, please. I know it's it's easy to pocket a lighter because you may think it's yours, but come on, man. This is a pivotal part of our community. Stop stealing lighters. It's like pens. You know, you take I somebody's hate, pen. Yeah, I don't steal my pen. Don't steal my light. I need my lighter. What if I? You don't never know what I need a lighter for. Why would you steal it? I'll be honest. I had this one guy pass me a lighter, and it was it was attached to a stretchable string that came from his I, jeans. That's, that's is that is innovation right there. That's that's pushing the needle forward. Because, Incredible. Because just to just just to remind you, hey, bro, listen, that's mine. You see this mm-hmm. long ass string attached to it? Yeah. Don't fuck around. Attached to a whole motherfucking body. Oh. <laughs> yo, I would yo. We, I would get so deep with it is I would tie that string to a wall with like a a, a, a thick ass hook so you can't so you would need like a damn bulldozer or something to pull it off the wall no. I'm don't tell take you. my lighter I'm gonna tell you exactly I'm gonna tell you exactly the secret to keeping your lighter forever get a very fancy one Get a very distingu- distinguishable, very distinguishable one, one right? Mm. So I used to have a little torch, mm. but it was a fancy, fancy torch. So anytime I passed that to somebody, they were very conscious that it was in their hand the whole time, and I was very conscious that they did not put that shit in their fucking. You, you pocket. gotta get one that light up or sings a song or something. You gotta get something <laughs> that that so you niggas know. Hey, 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 bro! It better be a middle finger or something. Something, something, something that screams the national anthem or something. I don't know. Yeah. Whatever you need. So if you put the sh- if you put the middle finger lighter in your pocket, it's fuck you. Yeah, yeah. Or that shit starts like vibrating or something like a <laughs> cell phone. Whatever. Stop stealing lighters. That's the PSA that we would get into. Please, 420 is approaching rapidly. Please stop stealing lighters. And we're coming up with new innovative ideas too, because me and Jay, we're gonna make one that uh goes off as soon as they leave, like the three feet proximity. You know what? We we should put like you remember the Viper alarm system. <laughs> I I want to put that on the lighter. Protected by Viper. <laughs> <laughs> we need that on lighters, bro. Get put put give me a viper alarm. I wanna yo, yes. We're creating alarm system for lighters because you niggas don't have any manners. Please stop stealing lighters. We turning this into a sketch. We're doing sketches, man. I mean, I'm with it. I just I would that's an epidemic in our country that no one's talking about. The abduction, the thievery of lighters. It's happening at a rapid pace. Please stop stealing lighters. But yeah, um, Daniel Cedar, back to you. You're a bozo. Knock it off. Please, like we were saying earlier, you're not being responsible with your um, power, I guess, right? Yeah, you're not being responsible with your power and you're looking like a fucking clown. Please stop doing that. I'm not understanding why it's so hard. I don't know how many examples that we need for you niggas to, 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 to get this through your heads, but just knock it the fuck off. Please, I'm, I am begging you. 
because I I enjoy some of you niggas' music. Speaking of more bozos, um, we got an update in the R. Kelly case. So somehow, the judge granting granted him a um, leave of absence to go to Dubai. I forgot for how long originally, but he put in a request for more time. Now, what does that sound like? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Y'all gonna, y'all gonna keep let y'all listen. Y'all let Robert get away with this shit, and he gonna go to Dubai, and he's gonna fuck all the underage girls he can, and y'all gonna never hear from him again. He's, why, gonna, he's gonna be like 007. Yo, why? He's a flight risk. What's wrong with y'all? He's a, a he. I, I feel like I'm watching every episode of uh, Criminal Intent or SVU or something. It's right, like, like he's, Your Honor, he's a flight risk. He is a flight risk, and they just letting him do whatever he wants. Why? He's not coming back, bro. He gets on that plane to Dubai. He is not returning. I shout out to the justice system because <laughs> y'all don't know what the fuck y'all doing for real. I'm. I'm that shit baffled me. That shit baffled me. Speaking of the justice system, real quick, I know we haven't talked politics heavy, but um, quick tad bit, and I'm going to full disclosure, Robert Mueller has uh, completed his Russia probe report. I don't know what's in it because I've been too fucking tired to even read anything. But once I get back right, I'm going to let y'all know what's happening. But Robert Mueller has completed his uh, investigation of it has completed his Russia probe into collusion in the 2016 presidential election. Now, again, once I get up to speed on what's happening, because there's a lot happening and I got other shit going on, like I'm look, bro, listen, it's like I'm still trying to recover from a hangover, bro. Like that's how real my life is right now. I don't got no time to think about Russia. I'm like, I'm very destroyed over this because I'm like, <laughs> I used to be. I used to be so strong with my recovery time. I felt like Wolverine. <laughs> and it's bothering me that I'm like struggling. Like I was all the tips, bro. I did all the I was drinking water in between Gatorade and it's just nothing's working. I'm sorry I keep going back to this, but I am like completely disturbed at my lack of recovery time. Like I'm disappointed in myself in my community. Don't I'm feel sorry. bad, man. You get older and uh I'm like yeah. I like I said, I drink it, more water. It, it showed me the do the, more yoga. It showed me the the, del- the delicacy of my mortality. That this shit is I feel like, <laughs> this shit got me feeling like it's almost over. <laughs> like I ain't got much time left. What the fuck, man? Sorry. I am still trying not to curse, but it was relevant right there. But yeah, um yeah. How much did you drink though? Honestly, Honestly, bro, look, okay, for those who, look, all right, let me, for those, uh, for the scotch drinkers out there, y'all already know how it gets down. This was my first time ever drinking scotch, <laughs> ever, <laughs> ever. I'm now, mind you, I'm not a heavy drinker. I don't, I'm not a connoisseur. I don't really know what's what, but I stick to what I know. So my man's hit me off. He was like, yo, bro, try this. You know, niggas try to just pass you drinks and be like, yeah, but da 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 whatever. So he like, yo, try this. So I tasted it. I said, oh, yeah, this is good. This is smooth. I'm thinking it's regular. Like, nigga, I drink Hennessy and Douce. This ain't nothing. About three cups in. Three cups. I realized I made a terrible decision. Why did I, why did I do that to myself? 
I mean, I, I just, but you weren't aware that you couldn't, you weren't ready. I would no. You became aware. Nobody gave me any warning. So nobody said, "Hey, yo, bro, you might want to take it easy." You made it through though. Did you Earl? Did you puke? No, thank God. I wanted. I felt like I it needed. Could have been to. worse, man. It could have been worse. Maybe I, if you did, you'd feel you'd have felt better. Quick story. One of my first experiences being that drunk. Shout out to Dickinson High School. I was a freshman at Dickinson, right? Bro, listen. My man, shout out, shout out my man Tariq. I don't know where you are, beloved, but I hope you're safe. My man Tariq gave me a big-ass bottle of Puerto Rican rum. Me, not knowing any better, took the bottle to the neck. I drank like half the bottle. Oh, Lord. Bro, when I... Now, listen, this was like the end of my... Uh, this is like the end of our freshman year. Was no, real, Nobody was really in school. And all I remember was being dragged my man's dragged me out of our biology class into his man's car where i passed out in the back seat for like two or three hours they just left me there they went to run errands they went to go see their aunts and shit there's all types of shit i'm passed out in the back seat i'm just like going to the world the fucking car could have exploded and i wanted to know what, what was happening yeah. i wouldn't know shit oh right? man that's funny so i'm so i wake up Still blasted. I go home. Shout out to Crescent Ave. I used to live on Crescent. Go home. Somehow get into my house. Get into my apartment. And I was hugging the toilet for at least. I got home maybe 2.30. Supposed to still be in school. Got home 2.30. My step pops comes home. Sees me hugging the toilet. Calls my mother immediately. They think I got alcohol poisoning. My mother, my mother rushes home. She's like, "Are you all right? You all right?" I'm just earling all in the toilet, all in the toilet. I'm, I'm like laying, I'm hugging the toilet, but I'm like laid out in the bathroom. <laughs> my step pops. He says, "That boy, that boy, fine. He just drunk." And ever since that day, I watch what I watch my my alcohol intake. Until this Scott shit. So that was a quick PSA to, to know your limits, man. Know your limits. Know your limits. I'm gonna tell you a quick story about old Frank. There was one day I went to my friend's house and we were hanging out, just me, him, and this girl. And he pulled out a fifth of vodka. Nope. That's a strong no. I drank this entire bottle by myself. I necked the shit. What's wrong with you, man? And I remember walking home. I'm going to tell you what's wrong with me. <laughs> I remember walking home like I was doing the Hitler march. Like like my, my legs were reaching my chin. Like I was swinging them so hard. I, I crawled up the steps. I'm glad I stopped at the right floor. You passed out on your neighbor's porch. <laughs> I went into I went into my father's crib. I laid down on the bed. I turned to the right, puked all over the floor. Wow! And then went back to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even care. And left it there. Yeah, you didn't even care. I left it there. Yeah, puked, went to sleep. Wow, bro! I was woken up a few hours later by my father, showing me that I had puked on the floor. <laughs> And he, he, he ain't elbow drop you? 
No. He took me to the uh, to the kitchen, mm-hmm. and then he told me that I was fucked up. Yeah, no shit. Obviously, thanks, Dad. Yeah. So, and he was like, "Yeah, I could smell it. <laughs> I could, I could smell it." I was twelve years old. Okay. See, <laughs> let that be a PSA. This is why the drinking age. I'm glad the drinking age is twenty-one. <laughs> Cause twelve, bro. I was twelve years old. Jesus Christ. That sounds like child abuse. I was wilding. <laughs> no shit. No, I think I think I was in high school. I'll be no, honest. I, I think I was like sixteen or something. No, like no. Matter of fact, let me let me recant that statement. Yeah, because I think I started smoking weed at like thirteen. Yeah, I started early. I didn't, I didn't start drinking until later. I started drinking at like sixteen, fifteen, sixteen. But no, I was I was around that age. Frank, no bullshit. I was like start. I was like twelve when I started smoking weed. Probably was stunning my growth, but you know that's neither here nor there. It's nothing I can do about it now. But yeah, kids, if you're listening, wait until you're older. Don't be like me and Frank. We yeah, we, we don't did, listen to me. We did that so you don't have to do that. Okay, we're trying to we're trying to help you. We're there's trying to li- save you. There's no girl. need to do that. Don't I do that, that, bro. I did that already. It's not cool. It's not good at all, bro. Trust me. I don't want I don't want to see. I don't want y'all to be like how we were. Laying, laying next to your, th- your own throw up is not a good look. And with the way the world is now, someone's gonna fucking Instagram you, and we're gonna laugh at you on the internet for like a week. Don't do that, please. Um, damn son, now I'm scared to drink again. That shit got me. No, you gotta listen, man. You're a gentleman, right? I try you, to be. It, you know, when you're young, that's what it's for. Like you went to a young party. <laughs> I, and you're right. Shout out you saw to what the it was homies, like, but yeah, yeah. You went to a young party. Let's uh, let's see that. Yeah, I'm a drinker too, but I don't drink that do much. I have, so am I like? Do I have to start going to like? You gotta be the grown and sexy parties now. Is that where I am no, in my life? No, no. You're the dosekis guy. <laughs> you gotta be the dos. You're a gentleman now. You understand? <laughs> you getting some grays and shit. You're the dosekis guy. Nah, chill. I do have grades. Don't do it. don't say that. Come on, man. But that's why you're the Dosekis guy. Oh, man, you have no, to accept it, man. No, man. You gotta no. accept that, man. You're the Dosekis guy. So oh, now my God. you gotta sip like the Dosekis guy. That's Dosekis not a bad guy. thing, man. Appreciate you gotta appreciate. You gotta But eat. I gotta get a suit to even drink Dosekis. No, 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 no. You don't gotta you remember he's the coolest, he's the most interesting man in the right. world. And he was always in a suit with a fucking handkerchief and a comfort bun and all that but shit. But every time that they flash back to one of his crazy stories, he was wearing whatever he wanted. And that's you, man. You're the Dosekis guy. And in that moment that you're drinking, you just got to enjoy it. You know, you could, this is what I could, I'm a drinker. I was heavy, a heavy drinker before I stopped. And um, yeah, thank you. And uh, I say, drink it classy, you know? Classy. I did not, that was, <laughs> I did not drink classy. Yeah, drink it classy. First, don't, no, uh, classy men don't drink at a shots. They don't drink shots. Okay, they get a cup. See, I'm still out here thugging. I'm still drinking out of plastic red cups. Like I'm still mm-hmm. out here thugging. No, no, no. The plastic red cup is cool. I'm talking about shot glasses. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, cool. don't right. don't drink out of shot glasses. Right. Like that's right. not a classy move. You know, that's what the young bucks do. You know, they throw it back and they pay fucking twelve dollars a shot. That's what the young boys do. We know better. We get a cup. <laughs> Plastic or glass or styrofoam. I like glass. Glass is classy. Right? You pour. This is how gentlemen measure it. Right. Three fingers. You understand? Okay. Talk that shit. 
three fingers. Yeah, give me three fingers worth. Or give me two fingers worth. It depends on how you feel in that day. A man gets three fingers. Three fingers. Okay, Okay, cool. four fingers if it's a day. Proper drinking etiquette sponsored by Frank. There we go. Four fingers if it's a day. If you've had a day, you get four fingers. But men get three fingers. So okay. th- give me three fingers of the, <laughs> of the, of the Johnny Walker. She Black. gets three fingers. ba da ba 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 Sorry, that was a Three bad fingers. Joke. <laughs> that was a bad joke. I'm sorry. Now, some of them get a whole fist, man. I wouldn't even be, you know. I wouldn't even be. That's a different podcast. Yeah, it's a whole different it's, podcast. It's a whole different podcast. I got a joke for you, though. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remind me. Oh, got you. Fist, off, off fisting. Off fisting. No, yeah. no, off air. Just, we, we're not going to do a fisting joke on air. Off air. Tell me the fisting it's, joke. It's almost a fisting joke. All right, so here we go. So, all right, so boom. Three fingers. Uh-huh. We back on track. Three fingers. Word. Of whatever you want, Johnny Walker. You get the whiskey. You get the scotch, scotch whiskey. You get the you know whatever. I'm, bro, I'm, you, come on, bro. I'm from the hood. We right. drink fucking Hennessy and Remy and right. fucking shit it. like that and fucking E and J and Mad you Dog. You got it. Like. So all of that, you could throw all of that. And it, it, I like hard liquor. Gentlemen drink hard liquor. Okay. They don't. Gentlemen don't drink Mad Dog. I gotta get my gentleman shit up. Yeah, gentlemen drink everything. Anything hard liquor, you know, it's it's, it's good. Mm. So dark, preferably, right? Right. You Always. get a little bit. Boom, three fingers. And so wait, 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 do you do the ice? That, that's all right. I was getting to that. One ice. One. Oh, okay. Right? That's when you science Yeah, too. when you want to one ice, one ice cube, boom, you throw that in there. And see the thing is you you start stirring it. That ice starts melting instantaneously. It actually melts as you're cupping the uh the cup with mm-hmm. your hand because the heat from your hand is helping it get warm. Getting scientific and, with it. Right. And the, the liquor's usually warm as it is, so it starts just diluting mm. the hard liquor. I didn't dilute it. That's the problem. Right, 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 right. You understand. Because, see, they tell you, they tell you got to drink water while you drink Word. to stay hydrated Word. because then when you get too much, you're going to wish you had some water in that's your a, body. That's a fact. So what is ice made of? Um, Dreams and wishes. I don't know. It's made of water. Okay. Ice cubes are made of water. Word. So you already get a little bit of water diluting Word. the drink. And as you sip it, it breaks down fairly mm. into your body because the water's helping it break into your so uh, that bloodstream. Bartender shit, yo, you are like a mixologist on a low. I'm just saying. <laughs> One cube. That's how men drink. And we sip it and we don't let nobody. Word. We don't let anybody. This Word. is the other gentleman rule, too. You don't let anybody tell you what to do. That's what gen- that's first off. But you don't let anybody tell you what to drink. Okay, Gentlemen wait, drink on, what st- they choose me, to drink, how me, much they choose me, to drink. Let me stop you, beloved, because we ahead. are a fair podcast here. Mm-hmm. Ladies, women, queens, this also applies to you. You can be a gentlewoman. I don't know if that's a word, but fuck it, we rolling. You can you can those rules still apply. You can also have your three fingers or two fingers, however you're feeling, queen. Whatever you want to do. Go ahead, bro. Indeed. Indeed. Women. You could drink classy. You know, mm-hmm. they drink. Sometimes women don't drink hard liquor. They, they stick to the, uh, the the rosé. They stick to the, the wine. Is the, the wine, the wine, and all that. The wine, so, yeah. and that's cool. You know, uh, in that case, women indulge. You know, hey, indulge. Just just don't slap your girlfriend up. You know, over some shit like y'all are sisters. Come on, word. No fighting. No fighting. No fighting. But yeah, but um, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna um take take heed to your suggestions because obviously I don't again. You have to admit when you don't know what you're doing. I'm scared to drink with Frankie Metals. But you got to like, you know, sometimes you have to admit that you don't know what you're doing. And in my particular case with that with that scotch, I didn't know what I was doing. But, you know, you live and you learn. I take these bullets so you so y'all don't have to. You dig what I'm saying? I'm here for you. 
and I hope you take heed to our words. Now, I um, I have a theory, Frank. Um, I know we're dealing with a lot of like gentrification. Everyone's gentrification is is spreading like cancer throughout the country, and I think I have a way to combat it for 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 those of us who don't have the financial means yet. I think we could combat gentrification through the arts. Now, hear me out. Because most cities in America have a thriving art community or whatever the case may be, whether it's music, painting, whatever, a creative community, let me, that's a better word for it. Because most cities have a, a most cities have, or they should have a thriving creative community. I believe, and we're going to tie this back into our conversation about power, creatives have a power to affect change in our community, right? So whether that's the musicians, whether that's the artists, wh- whatever you do in your creative field, I feel like we as creatives have the power to kind of slow down gentrification in our areas because these people who come into our neighborhoods who don't really know what's happening, who don't, who don't know what's what, they're looking for quick monetary gain and to, to, to stop them or at least slow them down and them basically stealing all of our natural resources as far as the community and our culture and just the, 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 vibe, the vibes of our neighborhood. Like, I think our creatives is, in my opinion, our creatives is the first line of defense into stopping that gentrification because we can't wait on the local government to stop it because all they want is money. They don't really care about the the needs of the community for real. So I think those I think the creatives are more in line to be the to be that first line of defense to 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 see what's happening in our communities to ask these questions to stop these people to organize protests to put out songs demeaning and and and, and protesting gentrification. That's just I don't know how substantial that theory is but i'm noticing a trend of more creatives stepping up in their communities and combating gentrification through the arts and i like it i enjoy it immensely i think that's a principle we should watch more closely well it's a principle that i'm it's it's not a principle it's a it's a movement that i'm watching more closely because everyone everyone doesn't have a bag just to stop some random gentrifier from building up to from buying up blocks right. in our communities now I have an, uh, something to add to that oh. gentrification has already occurred absolutely right so we uh, I look at it like a strategist right mm-hmm. as you said we're combating gentrification right gentrification has already won mm-hmm. okay it's oh, it's already ahead. it's already one. They they declare where we can be and where we can't be. Okay. They are enforcing more of their own rules where we used to live. Right. They have successfully pushed us out of our own neighborhoods. Okay. So they've won. Now we like a military retreat. Mm-hmm. But because the goal is true, the military will not break. Okay. The resistance will not break. Okay. So we have not given up, but we have lost, right? And it, it was because of lack of education right? and uh, generational wealth being passed down 
to a select few. Right. So that is what it is. So they've already won. Mm. But I brought up Castro earlier. Mm-hmm. Castro lost many times. Mm-hmm. Castro was a resistance like you and I. And he lost many times. But he never gave up. And the people who were in the jungle with him, facing certain death, and they could all look at how many people were around. Like It was like 22 people. Mm-hmm. And they didn't give up. They kept fighting. They kept recruiting. They kept growing. No matter what. That's what we are. Mm-hmm. We're, we're, we're the freedom fighters. We're the freedom fighters. Mm-hmm. For what? The culture. Mm-hmm. Because we stand for the culture. So to win, we have to work in tune with gentrification. Because gentrification is, is also about growing. Because mm-hmm. gentrification is growing by a certain few. Mm-hmm. So they're growing. What are we going to do? We have to blend in. With the adapt. Adapt. We have to learn to adapt under the rules. Those are the rules. We can't change it. Mm. You know, you can't. You, you, gonna, see, you know where to bike. You know where to park. You know what time you got to, you know, well, well, that's clothes. Well, that's why I believe that the creatives kind of stepping in those, stepping into those positions as the, the, the more visible freedom fighters. That's why I feel like that position is so important because from from what you're saying is, as justification is one already, it's, I, don't, I don't think we're in a position where we can never get it back. Oh, no. We have to... We have to work in tune with them. Right. And we do the, do the song and dance. Just yeah. like when a person is we getting up in the them. company, they watch, watch how them. they speak, yeah. they watch how they act. They don't give themselves. Yeah, we got to study them. We got to study them and we have to, you know, you blend in and you grow. You grow using it because it's, you're, gonna, you're bound to grow. It's about compromise, mm-hmm. you know, to be able to, to work in tune. So once you work in tune, and the most important thing is we have to do what they do. So if we intent on beating them we must do what it is they do and what is it that they do Mm. they convene they convene because anything that's serious convenes right you're serious with your family you convene with your family fellowship right they meet every day every week and they talk about the same thing just like you and I do with this podcast just like I do with my career just like you do We, we convene because without convening Nothing will occur. That's why I think that the events like the ones that Crinius threw. Shout out to Rosetta. Shout out to Rosetta. That shit is necessary because people convene. And I'm seeing, and with that, I'm glad you said that, Frank. That was a, that was a beautiful point. I'm seeing more of that. I'm seeing more creatives kind of understanding that their fight is, our, all of our fights are, are similar. And those creatives are linking up. They're, they're convening together. They're fellowshipping. Fellowship. They're having fellowship with each other because more and more creatives are understanding that we need to like get like fucking Voltron for real, and we need to 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 to, to stick together to combat this monster of gentrification. And I'm very very I'm happy I'm ecstatic that I'm seeing that because when I when I'm in these rooms like. When I'm in these rooms with different creatives from different fields, that is the that is the common theme that we need to do something for our community. We need to do something for our community. And everyone is understanding that, okay, like we were saying earlier about power, we have a certain level of power in our respective fields. And if we combine those and if we 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 feed off of each other, we can grow that to combat this thing of gentrification. 
I'm very thankful for that. I mean, shout out to places like Crean and shout out to all the creatives that I've met in the past couple of months. Shout out to all the artists that I've met in the past couple of months who are having this similar sentiment. I am extremely appreciative of of y'all because we're going to be the ones who implement that change to fight, to implement that, that what's the word I'm looking for? To implement that that calling, that reckoning, that awakening to fight back, to combat this thing called gentrification. And I just want to keep pushing that idea that we're fighting for, we're fighting forces who are solely in this for self-righteous reasons. We can take that power back. We can. And with unity, unity and all that good shit and all that, you know, peace, just like love, the, hair, just like they that. unite. Oh, of course. Just of like course. they unite. So we must unite. We have to practice the same principles because mm-hmm. they won for a reason. Word. It wasn't just generational wealth. Mm-hmm. It was also generational training. So that, that train, man. That training. So that, that they train. say, this is what you do with the money. This is what we already are invested into. You got to continue it and make your own legacy in the process because that's what they teach. So we got to be able to teach how to make a legacy to our children. What good is you believe? tons of wealth with no education or with no training you know as to the secrets that the family has attained you know like uh japanese families that mastered in tattooing or the massage with the cups you know the heat in the cup shit like that is making sushi you know that shit is generationally passed down as knowledge you know as a trade as a craft so we must teach our kids crafts we must teach our kids the kind of like the golden rule and the lessons of uh how to uh, get for oneself you know and aside from the morals you know uh that we instill in our children we must instill morals disciplines as well as positive reinforcement Word. thank you frank that was beautiful beloved that was beautiful but we're, we're working though that's 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 the, the moral of the story we're working we're working and while we work Unfortunately, we're still in the music drought. But in my searches this week, I've ran across a very dope R&B album from a young woman named Raina J. It's R-A-Y-A-N-A-J-A-Y. She has a project called Love Me Like Groovy. Super duper groovy. This is the type of R&B that I love. I'm glad R&B is back thriving. Y'all check this project out. This shit is super duper groovy. Outside of that, it's, you know, we're still in a drought. And, you know, I, for one, am kind of happy about it because, like I said before, we we were bombarded with music last week. I'm lying. Last year. Bombarded with music. It's still albums from last, from 2018, I still haven't listened to yet. But thank you for the the slow drip of music that gives, gives music lovers like myself time to digest albums to time to sit with albums and live with them so i'm grateful for that but check out um rain the J. Uh, i'm sorry beloved if i'm saying your name wrong but um yeah shout out to that uh let me check the docket i think we that was that was a unintentionally good conversation bro i didn't realize we would dive so deep into it Pause. That's how we freestyle now, baby. Word. Bars on bars on bars. But nah, but I think that's everything, though. I think we can get out of here. Um, 
I'm going to drink some more water and lay down somewhere. Uh, follow the show on everything. <laughs> follow the show on everything. Uh, follow the show on, on Instagram for the stress underscore podcast. Follow me on Twitter, twitter.com slash 4KJ. Follow Frankie Metals on IG at Frankie Metals. Follow a celestial goddess for your holistic healing. Follow at Ivy's Tico for all your herbal needs. Please, please, please remember to rate, review, subscribe. If you like what we're doing, tell a friend and tell a friend. Please, just we, we out here putting in this good word for y'all. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Help us get these numbers up. Help us get these likes up, which is completely superficial and bullshit. But we got to play the game. We got to play the game. But I do appreciate everyone listening. I appreciate those who come back. I appreciate those who um, share the episodes. Uh, listen, that, that does not go unnoticed. Also, real quick, my man Frankie shooting a metal for <laughs> words. <My> man, <laughs> <laughs> you trying to get me locked up? Yeah, word, don't. Di- hey, Feds, disregard disregard that last statement. That was that was uh, Frankie uh, shooting the medals. That was oh, that's a bar. There you go. Frankie shooting the medals. Watch, I'm about to start. I'm about to start rapping. About to start rapping. But that was a Freudian slip. Don't worry about that. No, I got good, you. I'll be 40, man. <laughs> the, I got your back. The good brother Frankie Meadows is 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 shooting a video for his song called The Thrill, available on all streaming platforms. Be on the lookout for that. We just working. We just working. You dig what I'm saying? We just working. That's shout what we do. You feel me? Now, shout out to Book Jefferson. Shout out to Gold Dynasty. Oh, yo, shout out to my shout out to my brother Cloudy. He got a video. Coming soon for his song, Soul Food. Everybody's working. Shout out to Creenian. Shout out to Rosetta. Shout out to Jasper. Shout out to my brother. Shout out to my mother. Shout out to the kids. Shout out to everybody. We love y'all. Please don't be like me. Y'all are much better drinkers than I will ever be. Y'all be safe. We love y'all. And we out. One.